basketball the basketball segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate and mete what's up guys what's up yo yo all right in uh today's podcast uh we're going to start with some recap uh seasons underway a lot of games to cover we'll just go over some of uh sunday's games and uh monday's games that have finished i know while we're still recording there's some currently going on but we won't get to those just the ones that have finished then we'll move on to our first set of pickups for fantasy basketball for the year. I'll talk about some guards, some forwards, and some centers that you need to pick up. And then we'll just uh, head over to the preview. We'll talk about, uh, I guess, our projections for Tuesday's games. So let's just hop right into it. Uh, let's recap Sunday. We'll start with the first game, the Charlotte Hornets beating the Brooklyn Nets by a score of 111-295. That's a big win for the Hornets on the road. I'm uh, just looking at some of the stats first. Uh, uh, Kevin Durant led the Nets 38 points. Miles Bridges led the Hornets with 32. Bridges also led the Hornets with nine rebounds, while LaMarcus Aldridge had eight for the Nets. Gordon Hayward had six assists to lead the Hornets, while James Harden had eight to lead Brooklyn. Um, I guess, Mete, I'll get to you first on the Hornets. I mean, this is a big win for them. They're starting to look really good this year. Yeah, huge win for them. Uh, Miles Bridges, he's been great for them. They've gone with a different... Uh, starting lineup this year they're starting Plumlee uh, Bridges as well he was mostly their sixth man last season so yeah they're kind of switching it up uh, getting good results beating the Nets is a big task uh, even though it's without Kyrie still they've got two of the best players in the game so yeah great win for them huge game from Bridges and yeah Hornets are looking great right now yeah, they definitely are. Um, I'll just move to you, Nate, talking about Brooklyn. I guess just what are your thoughts on this team, I guess, so far in the season? Um, they did start one and two. I guess, what are your thoughts? I guess my thoughts so far is mainly just kind of how the scores are, the points are distributed. Um, I mean, Kevin Durant, he had a really good game with like 38 points. But other than James Harden, nobody else was scoring double digits. So I think that's a bit of an issue right now. Yeah, um, I know Harden definitely needs to step it up a little bit more. He has been pretty good, but he definitely could add a little bit more. Obviously, they're missing Kyrie in this game. Obviously, some of the others need to step up. I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, they do have decent depth, so hopefully they can get some, um, I guess, good uh, amount of points from those depth players. But I guess moving on to the next game here, surprise upset. The Orlando Magic beating the New York Knicks 110-104. to Um yeah, just looking at the scores here, um, Cole Anthony led this Magic team with 29 points. Julius Randle had 30 for the Knicks. Uh, Cole Anthony also had 16 rebounds uh, to lead the Magic, while Randle had 16 himself for the Knicks. Uh, Cole Anthony also led an assist with eight, while RJ Barrett had five for the Knicks. Um, Nate, this time I'll start with you. And just talking about Orlando, I mean, this is a pretty big win. Uh, they weren't at home. They beat a New York team that's pretty solid, I guess. What are your thoughts? Um, I guess this is a really surprising game from Orlando, especially considering they were just supposed to be rebuilding. So if they can play like this against New York, um, they might um, make some more upsets later in the season. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, some really solid play from guys like Cole Anthony. I think Mo Bamba had a double-double too. Terrence Ross had a 22 points. Like, this team really played well here. And then, Mete, I'll just get to you on the Knicks. I mean, this is a surprising loss. It's the only their first loss of the season, though. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on this Knicks team going forward? Yeah, uh, like you said, this is a very surprising loss, especially with the way they started. I would not have expected the Magic to give them their the Knicks their first loss. So, yeah, I think what I think about them this year is that probably they're better this year. They've got more depth getting Fournier and Walker, those two, this game uh, specifically, they weren't too great. But yeah, I think later on in the season, especially during the playoffs, those guys will be huge for them. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. This Knicks team, they're a lot more well-rounded this year. They definitely are a team that should make the playoffs. So yeah, they should be really good going forward. Um, getting to the next game here, uh, the Boston Celtics getting their first win of the season, beating Houston 107 to 97. Just looking at the leaders here, Jason Tatum led the Celtics with 31 points. Jalen Green uh, led the Rockets with 30. Uh, then in rebounds, Al Horford had 10 to lead the Celtics, while Christian Wood had nine for the Rockets. Then Marcus Smart had five assists to lead the Celtics, while Alperin uh, Sengen had uh, four for the uh, Rockets. And um, yeah, uh, Mattia, I'll start with you uh, on the Boston Celtics. A much better game from Jason Tatum here. I know he struggled in his first game. Um, and I guess just a better overall effort from the whole team. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with the Celtics, honestly. Uh, I really like the uh, roster they have. I think they're really talented. They should be one of the top teams in the East uh, roster-wise, in my opinion. So... I feel like coaching or just something, the team, they don't work well together. I feel like there's a problem there. I know they won this game, but uh, yeah, I just feel like they're underperforming uh, right now, even though it's only been three games. Yeah, I mean, they did lose to a Raptors team that is missing a lot of pieces right now uh, due to injury, and that's definitely a game Boston should have won. The Knicks game, I can forgive them. But yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. They definitely um, can play better. And they, I guess maybe it's the chemistry issue. A lot of new pieces being added. Horford hasn't been there in a while. Schroeder and others. Maybe just give them a little bit of time. They might get some chemistry. But um, Nate, I'll get to you on Houston. Uh, this is a really good young team, um, especially a guy like Jalen Green dropping 30. Uh, he's looked really solid. This team's looked pretty solid, even in this loss. I guess, what are your thoughts? Um, I think... Uh, the Rockets, they've been pretty good overall. Um, I guess they've, they have different um, players that can, I guess, kind of go off and get 20. I think Eric Gordon, he didn't have the best um, night this night, but the last couple of nights he's had really good shooting nights. So I feel like you can't really sleep on the Rockets too much this year. Yeah, for sure. This is a team that they're going to go in and they're going to battle and um, yeah, they have a lot of hungry young players that, you know, they're going to they're gonna try and feast. And um, we definitely saw that with Jalen Green in this game. Um, and yeah, we'll definitely see it with a lot of their other young players too. Um, but yeah, just moving on to the next game, uh, Philadelphia 76ers being the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, 115 to 103. Uh, looking at the leaders here, Seth Curry leading the 76ers with 28 points. Shai Gilgis-Alexander, 29 to lead the Thunder. Uh, Joel Embiid, nine rebounds to lead the Sixers with uh, Josh Giddy, 
uh, leading the Thunder with eight. And then Joel Embiid had six assists to lead the Sixers. And uh, Shai Gilgis Alexander had eight to lead the Thunder. Um, Nate, I'll get to you on the 76ers. Um, they got the win here. Um, it looks like they are going to be a good team in the East going forward. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Um, I guess uh, my question was, um, how are they going to do without um, Ben Simmons? So it looks like for for now, they're going to be okay with him. But at the same time, um, OKC is more or less still like a rebuilding team. So um, I guess we got to wait until they um, play some like playoff level teams first. Yeah, that's probably going to be the true test for them. Uh, they definitely, um, they haven't played to their full potential, I guess. Um, I guess if they do get Ben Simmons eventually, or if they trade him and maybe get another piece to throw in there, we'll definitely have to see how they look at full strength. But yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And then um, getting to Mete, uh, OKC, they're a young team. Um, I guess what can we expect from them going forward? And I guess what's your reaction to them? Yeah, so... You can expect a lot of more games like this where they're losing because you said they're young, so they're going to have to learn. And then, yeah, I feel like they're a solid team. It's just that they're young. They play in the West, so, yeah, it's going to be hard for them. But Josh Giddy, uh, almost a triple-double this game. I feel like he's going to be one of the better rookies this year. Yeah, I definitely like what we saw from him in this game. Uh, Shai Gil- Gilgis Alexander, of course, uh, the main guy on this team, he played really solid as well. So definitely like what we have from them moving forward. And then getting to the next game, uh, Golden State Warriors beating the Sacramento Kings 119 to 107. Of course, Steph Curry doing his thing, leading his team 27 points uh, for the Warriors. And then Harrison Barnes leading the Kings with 24. Um, Otto Porter had nine rebounds to lead the Warriors and Rashawn Holmes had 11 to lead the Kings. Then Steph Curry had 10 assists for the Warriors and Tyrese Halliburton led the Kings with nine. Um, Mete, I'll get to you on Golden State. I mean, this team's 3-0. and They're playing out of their minds right now. This is not even their full strength. They still have Klay Thompson on his way back and James Wiseman. I guess, what do you think about this team? Yeah, like you said, they got two guys in Wiseman and Thompson coming back. It's going to be huge. Yeah, already off to a 3-0 start. I think they're one of the best teams in the West right now, uh, obviously. And yeah, I think they're going to be contenders. I think the biggest thing right now for them is the play of Jordan Poole. He had an amazing preseason, and even in the regular season, he's off to a great start. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. He's been really solid. He's been hitting clutch shots. He's been doing a lot of different things on the court. Uh, definitely, uh, he's been an upgrade for them for sure uh, from his play last season. And then just getting to you, Nate, on the Kings. Uh, I mean, uh, this team, we, we talked about them going into the season. Um, they're a decently skilled team, but it's just a tough Western Conference. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team overall? Yeah, I mean, I think... As the, the team itself, I think they're a lot better than previous years, but um, there's still a lot of really good teams in the Western Conference. So it's going to be, I guess, another rough season potentially, um, depending on how things um, shape out. So I guess we'll just kind of have to see going forward how they do. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. They might be hovering around 500 for most of the year. 
uh, maybe a little bit under that, just depending on how their season goes. Of course, injuries to other teams could help them, you know, maybe move up or something. But yeah, they're just one of those teams that might be uh, mostly mediocre this season. Um, and speaking of a team that started out mediocre, but they got their first win of the season, uh, it's the LA Lakers beating the Memphis Grizzlies, 121 to 118, close game. Lakers are able to close it out. Looking at the stats here, Carmelo Anthony, 28 points to lead the Lakers, but John Morant had 40 points to lead Memphis. Big game for him, really solid. Um, Steven Adams, 16 rebounds to lead the Grizzlies, while Anthony Davis had eight to lead the Lakers. And then John Morant had 10 assists uh, for the double-double to lead Memphis. And then Russell Westbrook had his 13 assists to lead the Lakers. And um, yeah, Nate, I'll get to you on the Lakers here. It's their first win of the season. I guess, what are your thoughts on, on this team through the first three games? Um, I guess their first two games were a disappointment for the Lakers because the Lakers expect to be able to win almost every game. But I guess this was pretty much um, a must-needed win for them, just kind of like for a morale boost. So hopefully they can keep it up. Yeah, definitely looked much better in this game. A Westbrook double-doubles, and then you got Carmelo with a big game. Uh, yeah, this team definitely is playing a lot better. Mete, I'll get to you on the Grizzlies. Uh, they almost won this game. Uh, it's their first loss of the season. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, like you said, first loss of the season. So I've been really impressed with them so far. Uh, they had a chance to tie this uh, missed free throw from Ja at the end was unlucky for them. But yeah, you can't really blame him. He had a crazy game. Uh, yeah, they're missing even um, Dylan Brooks. So I think this team can get even better. He's uh, one of their better players. Yeah, uh, Grizzlies, they've been great. Uh, I think they'll make the playoffs again this year. Yeah, I was really high on this team coming into the year. I said second in their division for sure. Most likely a playoff team. This team really did look good on paper. We just had to see how it would translate on the court. They had to stay healthy, obviously. But yeah, they, they really look like a solid team going forward. Um, let's move to Monday now. Um, looking at some of the scores of the games that have finished. Uh, Boston Celtics getting their second win of the season, beating the Charlotte Hornets 140-129. to 129. So big win for Boston here. Um, looking at the leaders here, Jason Tatum turning in another big game, 41 points to lead this team. LaMelo Ball had 25 to lead the Hornets. Uh, Robert Williams, a much better game from him here, uh, 16 rebounds to lead the Celtics. Mason Plumlee had 11 to lead the Hornets. And then Jason Tatum with eight assists to lead the Celtics. And LaMelo Ball had nine to lead the Hornets. Um, I guess, Matty, I'll get to you first on Boston. I know you said that um, so far, you know, they, they've been an up and down team. I guess, what are your thoughts after this win? Yeah, it's a good win as the Hornets, that's their first loss. So they've been winning quite a bit. Uh, Tatum, he just went crazy this game. So, yeah, I feel like, like I said, there's just some problems there. It is a good win, but I don't know. I feel like the Hornets, even though they're off to a good start, they're one of the younger teams, so I think they should have been expected to win this game, and they got it done. So, yeah, I can't really hate hate on them for that. Yeah, for sure. And then Nate getting to you on the Hornets. Um, it really looks like uh, Miles Bridges is playing uh, really well almost every game. Of course, LaMelo played 
a really good game as well. I guess, what are your thoughts overall? This is the, only the first loss for the Hornets on the season, but I guess, what are your thoughts? Um, the team is really coming along. Everyone stepping up. I mean, Boston, they're a playoff level team every year. They're always contenders to make it into the finals. And they pretty much um, took the Boston Celtics to overtime, which is a really good sign. So now the uh, question is, can they kind of go the distance even in overtime and try to win against these um, really high-level teams? Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with you on that. And I guess speaking of contenders, the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, they beat the Indiana Pacers uh, 119 to 109. Um, the Bucks go to 3-1 and one now. Uh, looking at the stats here, uh, Yanis Antetokounmpo, uh, 30 points to lead the Bucs. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon at 25 to lead the Pacers. Uh, Yanis had 10 uh, rebounds to lead his team, the Bucs, and uh, DeMantis Sabonis with 13 to lead the Pacers. And Yanis had nine assists, so he led his team in every major category uh, with Malcolm Brogdon adding seven to lead the Pacers. Uh, Nate, I'll get to you now on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, yeah, this team... They're three and one. They're a contender. I guess what else do you have to say about them? Well, they're um, missing a couple of players. For example, um, Bobby Portis wasn't playing. So um, this isn't really like their full strength either. Yeah, I definitely agree. I don't even think Drew Holiday played in this game either. So yeah, you're right. There's definitely guys out. Um, they definitely have another level they can get to. This is still a team that has a really good shot of repeating this year. Um, Mete, let me get to you on the Pacers. I mean, this team, they have been playing decent, but at one and three, it just hasn't been going their way. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely not going the way. Uh, one of the play-in teams from last season. So, yeah, I feel like one and three is kind of unexpected from them, but it is what it is. And I'm noticing that Turner, he only played 14 minutes this game and he had three fouls, so I feel like he might have got injured or something, which uh, is tough for them. I feel like he's one of the better uh, defenders in our game today. So, yeah, that's a big blow, but I really like the rookie, Chris Duarte. Uh, he's been great for them. Uh, he's a great shooter, solid rebounder. So, yeah, I think they got a good rookie. Uh, I think if they can get Karis Levert back sooner rather than later, they can uh, fix up really quick. Yeah, he's one of those guys that get into their lineup. Their starting five becomes more solid, and then we can definitely see them pulling out some of these games that they seem to be losing. Um, and just getting to the next game here, Atlanta Hawks beating the Detroit Pistons 122-104. to 104, Big win for the Hawks. Uh, Trey Young led this Hawks team with 32 points. Uh, Sadiq Bey had 21 to lead the Pistons. Uh, and then uh, Gorgi Dieng had uh, 12 rebounds to lead the Hawks. And uh, Isaiah Stewart had seven to lead the Pistons. Um, Stewart also had five assists to lead the Pistons, while Trey Young had nine uh, to lead the Hawks. Uh, Mete, I'll get to you on Atlanta. I mean, this team, they look great again this year. What are your thoughts on them? Yeah, they look great. I feel like they might be even better this year. Um... Yeah, I feel like they just uh, added way more depth to their bench. So they're deeper this year. I feel like they're definitely a contender this year. Yeah, I mean, they are. They already went to round three last year. So, I mean, this is a team that's going to be in it 
come playoff time, assuming they're healthy. And then just from there, this is a team that can definitely make make a run for sure. And then, uh, Nate, I'll get to you on Detroit. Um, I don't know, is this what we're going to expect uh, for Detroit almost every game? I mean, they, they started 0-3 so far, I guess. What are your thoughts? Unfortunately, it's a possibility that um, they might end up coming a little up a little bit short, especially against really strong teams like Atlanta. Um, I think for Detroit, this wasn't really a bad performance offensively. I think um, the problem is more being able to um, stop other teams like Atlanta and I guess maybe having some uh, more depth scoring off the bench. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with that. And I guess speaking of a team that had a really bad offensive showing here, the Washington Wizards only putting up 90 points. They lose their first game of the season to Brooklyn, 104 to 90. Um, Brooklyn really needed this win. They had a losing record coming in. Um, Kevin Durant led this Brooklyn team with 25 points. Uh, Bradley Beal had 19 to lead the Wizards. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, 13 rebounds to lead the Wizards. And Blake Griffin had nine to lead Brooklyn. And then James Harden, nine assists to lead the Brooklyn Nets. And Spencer Dinwiddie had six to lead the Wizards. Um, yeah, Nate, I'll get to you on Brooklyn. Um, it's a good win for them. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team moving ahead? Yeah, I guess this was kind of um, a must-needed win for them. Um, I guess uh, it's good that a lot of the other starters, they kind of um, stepped up. So I guess that's a good sign. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. This was a must-needed win for this Brooklyn team. You can't start slipping. If you slip to one and three, that's a slippery slope, so you definitely don't want to go there. Uh, Meti, I'll get to you on the Wizards. They have been playing well so far to start the season. It's only their first loss. I don't think they need to panic too much, but I guess what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, like you said, they've been good, so I was honestly expecting more from them, not to win this game, but to keep it closer than 14, so it's kind of disappointing, but yeah, I kind of like the Wizards this year. They traded Westbrook and got way more depth back for it. So yeah, they don't have a second superstar now, but they're deeper. So uh, definitely they have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, bringing in guys like Dinwiddie, Kuzma, I mean, they were main guys on the board leading their teams in, in stack categories. So I mean, yeah, I really like what they did there. Definitely added a lot of depth, like you said. Uh, yeah, they definitely should be a pretty decent team, maybe even a playoff contender considering it's the Eastern Conference uh, going forward. And then um, speaking of some other teams in the Eastern Conference here, the Miami Heat beating the Orlando Magic 107-90. to 90. Um, Just looking at the leaders here, Jimmy Butler, 36 points to lead the Heat. Jalen Suggs had 15 to lead the Magic. And then Cole Anthony, uh, nine rebounds to lead the Magic with uh, Bam Adebayo having 13 to lead Miami. And Cole Anthony had five assists to lead Orlando. And Tyler Hero had nine assists to lead Miami. Um, yeah, Betty, I'll jump right back to you uh, on this Miami Heat team. Um, they look really good this year. I guess, uh, what are some of your thoughts on this team? Yeah, I feel like they're uh, on a revenge tour right now. They had a really rough ending to last season, getting swept by the Bucks. So, yeah, they made great additions with Lowry, P.J. Tucker. Even though he doesn't put up amazing stats, he is definitely a guy you want on your team. Uh, yeah, those two are the biggest acquisitions. They've been in the starting five, doing great things for them. So, yeah, like I said, they're on a revenge tour. 
definitely, I think they'll have a way better season than last year. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that this team, like I know on paper, they didn't look as deep as last year, but uh, just looking at the way this roster's uh, been playing as of late, they look really solid. I definitely agree with everything that you said there. Um, Nate, I'll get to you on the Magic. Uh, another tough loss for this team. They dropped to one and three. I mean, some of their players have looked good, but I guess what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I guess this is more or less um, what you can kind of expect from Orlando, especially against a team like Miami. Um, I feel like just in terms of offense and, de- and de- defense, um, Miami's just a better team overall. So they're it was just going to be kind of like an uphill battle just from the first quarter. And that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, I definitely agree. This is a rebuilding team. Obviously we can't really put too much expectation on them. Um, But yeah, um, hopefully they can definitely bounce back and get some wins here moving forward. Um, Getting to the next game. uh, This is a tough loss. I know for you guys as Raptors fans, um, the 4-0 Chicago Bulls, I mean, this is a good team this year. They beat the Toronto Raptors 111-108, to close game, really tight. Of course, uh, former uh, Raptor DeMar DeRozan leads the Bulls with 26 points, really solid game for him. OG Ananobi leads the Raptors with 22. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, eight rebounds to lead the Bulls with uh, Precious Achua having 11 to lead the Raptors. And then uh, DeMar DeRozan leads the Bulls with six assists, while Fred Van Vliet, 17 assists to lead the Raptors. Really solid game from him. Um, I I think you guys both want to comment on Toronto, but uh, Nate, I'll I'll get you to comment on Chicago first. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? I mean, this team looks really solid this year. They start out 4-0. They win this close game. I guess maybe talk a little bit about the Bulls, and then you can get into talking about the Raptors as well. So I guess um, for the Bulls, I think this is, I know they weren't um, happy about the way it turned out. Um, They were leading by pretty much a blowout and it ended up being a really close game. But um, the Raptors are a really good defensive team. And um, I think it's a good sign that they were able to kind of hold off um, a team like the Raptors that are known for having um, really good defense. And I guess from the, I guess even from the preseason, it kind of looks like um, the Bulls should be, um, I guess, a really strong playoff team, if not um, finals contenders outright. So I guess um, they're really showing that right now. And then I guess your thoughts on the Raptors in this game as well. I guess my thoughts on the Raptors are, um, and and like I said, in term, terms of defense, they're really solid. It's just that in terms of off. In, in terms of offense, um, I don't really like too much of what they do. I think they're all really talented. It's just just that um, they there's just not enough um, ball movement, if that makes sense. I see a lot of like um, iso, isolation plays where I feel like they should be passing a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know this Raptors team is going to struggle without Pascal Siakam to start the year. I know one and three is not really where you want to be if you're trying to make the playoffs, but um, yeah, hopefully they can sort of bounce back in the next game, potentially get a win. Uh, Mette, I'll bounce it to you. Uh, you can talk a bit about Chicago, and I guess you can talk about the Raptors as well. Yeah, for Chicago, uh, they've been really impressive, 4-0. Uh, yeah, I think this uh, addition of DeMar is going to be huge for them, especially in this game at the end. I know he didn't have the best game. He shot seven for 19, but in the fourth quarter, he was really clutch. 
he wanted this win badly. He kept making tough uh, post mid-range shots. So, yeah, he definitely iced us this game. Even making two threes, you don't see that from DeMar a lot. So, yeah, he's even improving that part of his game. And for the Raptors, I honestly like what I see from them. Uh, I agree with Nate. I feel like the ball movement isn't too great at times, especially with Trent. I feel like he takes a lot of hard contested shots when he could be passing to the open guy. But, yeah, I feel like uh, with us not having Siakam right now, it really hurts us, especially if you look at Ananobi and Van Vliet's uh, field goal number field goal percentage numbers from last season to this season their efficiency is kind of down and yeah I feel like or not I feel like I hope that people uh, start appreciating Pascal Siakam more as he really got beat up last season uh, with him missing a lot of shots at the end of games so yeah I hope they appreciate him more as with him I feel like uh, we could be a three and one team right now. So yeah, that's my thoughts on the Raptors right now. Yeah, I definitely agree on that. I also wanted to say Scotty Barnes has looked really good to start the season so far. Can definitely help speed up that rebuild if he continues to ascend. And then getting back to Chicago, yeah, they have so many good weapons. You got the the main four guys: Alonzo uh, Ball, Zach Levine. Uh, you got Vucevic and Demar. So I mean. Like it, they're tough to defend overall. And I mean, the Raptors kept this game close. Uh, they were able to, you know, bring it back, uh, even though they were down by quite a bit. And then obviously they weren't able to finish it off, but definitely a really solid effort um, from both of those teams in this game. Um, one more final game here that we can look at. Uh, it's the New Orleans Pelicans beating the Minnesota Timberwolves 107 to 98. A good win. Um, here for the Pelicans, it's their first win of the season. I mean, it's the first loss of the season for the Timberwolves. So um, definitely um, something big here. Uh, looking at the stats, Brandon Ingram, 27 points to lead the Pelicans. Carl Anthony Towns, 32 to lead the Wolves. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, 23 re- rebounds to lead the Pelicans. That's huge. Um, and then 14 rebounds for uh, KAT to lead uh, the Wolves. And then uh, Devontae Graham led the Pelicans with seven assists. And Carl Anthony Towns also leads in assists with seven for the Wolves. I mean, he was big in this game, um, but they definitely uh, couldn't get the job done. Uh, Nate, I'll bounce to you uh, on the Pelicans. Uh, first win of the season is pretty big for them. Yeah, it's especially impressive that they got it without Zion playing. But, I mean, uh, JV is a really good inside player. He just hasn't been utilized enough. So I guess this is kind of the opportunity to – I guess, for JV to kind of um, show his offensive talent. Yeah, I mean, 22 points and 23 rebounds. That's insane what, what he put up uh, in this game. Uh, two blocks to go along with that. Uh, Mete, I'll bounce to you on uh, Minnesota. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns did as much as he could in this game, but of course they couldn't get the job done. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, they de- he definitely did as much as he could, almost dropping a triple-double and kind of impressed so far they they're two and one uh it's a solid record i know they beat the rockets and then the pelicans last time so not the greatest competition but they're winning so that's great uh i think they have a good big three with cat 
Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell. They just got to build on that. And yeah, like I said in the preview episode, I don't really have any aff- affiliation with this team, but with Cat being through so much, it's just one of the teams I hope does well this year. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. The Wolves team looked really solid. I mean, this is just one loss. We don't need to overreact to it. It's so early in the season. Uh, they definitely have some stuff they can build on, so I definitely agree with that. Um, there's one game going on, uh, Cavaliers against the Nuggets. It's a one-point game there in the third quarter. And then uh, in the first quarter, um, the Blazers and Clippers are just getting underway, so we won't cover those games. And now um, let's just move to um, our pickups uh, for fantasy basketball. Um, we'll start with guards. Um, Nate, I'll get to you. Who's your guard pickup for the week? Um, I guess I got uh, two guys that maybe you might want to take a look at. Um, I guess um, Alex Caruso. Um, he's been um, really good on the defensive end. So if you need stuff like um, steals, he can um, definitely help you out there. He's 34% rostered. So um, he's most likely going to be uh, on the waiver wire for you. So you can definitely pick him up, especially if you need steals. And I guess the other guy would be um, Eric Gordon. Um, I guess, like I said earlier, uh, he didn't have the best uh, game last um, night, but um, his other games before that, he was going for like 20 points and he was getting um, a lot of threes. So if you um, need a lot, if you need a lot of threes, um, I think he's only, he's under 20% rostered. So if you're in a deep league or even some shallow leagues, you can definitely uh, take a look at him. Yeah, for sure. And uh, my guard pickup for the week uh, is Cole Anthony. We talked a lot about him. He's been really solid for the Magic. I mean, he's put up at least 10 points in every game. One game he dropped 29, 16, and 8. Uh, he's been really solid. He's getting a lot of steals as well. Uh, the only issue I might have with him, I know his free throws up and down. And he, I feel like he just uh, takes so many shot attempts, but uh, and it's sort of ruining his shooting percentage. So his percentages are a little uh, wonky, but... Um, other than that, yeah, he's been really solid. Um, I think he's been added like over 25% in the last week across like most leagues. So uh, he's definitely someone that you want to check out. All right, Mete, I'll get to you now. Who's your guard pickup for the week? All right, so for guard, I'd go for Davion Mitchell. Uh, yeah, he's had a rough couple of games for his first two games, but he's a rookie. He's going to learn. And his most recent game against the Warriors last night, He put up 22 points, uh, amazing numbers. So the main reason I like him is he's already getting a lot of minutes. He saw 24 minutes against the Blazers, 32 against the Jazz, and then 32 last night. So yeah, even on nights where he's dropping two and three points, he's still playing 30 minutes. Uh, Luke Walton trusts him. I've seen a lot of reports and even Luke Walton talk about how he's such a hard worker, hard worker, sorry and how he'll improve. So, yeah, I definitely believe in him. Even Stephen Curry after the game called him an offensive assassin or something like that. So when you got Steph Curry praising you on your offense, you know you're doing something right. Yeah, for sure. You definitely want to jump on him, I guess, before he sort of breaks out or else he's going to be owned in over 50% of leagues. So definitely something to look out for. Um, Let's move to forward now. Nate, I'll get right back to you. I guess who's your forward pickup for the week? So for the week, um, I have uh, Carmelo Anthony as my uh, 
forward. Um, he's jumped in terms of a roster ownership by like plus 15%. So you're going to want to jump on him right away. Um, he's had a really good um, year so far. I think he's averaging 17 uh, points, almost 18 points, um, four rebounds, one assist. He's one of the better scorers in the league. So um, you're definitely going to want to pick him up. He's about 41% roster right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, it looks like he's getting a lot of playing time with the Lakers as well. So if he's getting that playing time, he's definitely someone you want to look at. But speaking of a guy that's getting playing playing time here, um, for the San Antonio Spurs, Doug McDermott, they're calling him Doug McBuckets now with the amount that he's draining for this team. I mean, uh, he dropped 25 the other day. He's averaging uh, around like 12 or 13 per game. He's been really solid. Um, his percentages, the free throws, perfect on the year. Field goal, uh, it's around 0.500. He's really solid. Um, and I mean, he's getting rebounds. He's getting assists as well. Um, and I think in the two, two out of the three games he's played, no turnovers. So, I mean, he doesn't really hurt you in any category. And he's been getting starting level minutes, whether he starts or not for the Spurs. So he's definitely someone you need to look at in deep leagues, uh, 100%. And then in shallow leagues, definitely someone that you need to put on your watch list and just keep an eye on as he could really uh, break out for the Spurs team. Uh, Mete, I'll jump right back to you. Who's your forward pickup for the week? Yeah, so for forward, I have Precious Achua. And I think he's going to get center eligibility soon as he's playing uh, center now for the Raptors. Right now, he's listed as a small forward power forward. so. Yeah, if you need a forward, you can go for him. He's the starting center for the Raptors. Double-doubles last three games. Uh, I think he was 0 for 1 on his career before this season for threes. And then the, right now he's 2 for 4. So he's starting to shoot the three ball. Yeah, I'm really impressed with Precious. Uh, great job by Masai um, doing his homework, getting a low-key talent. Uh, talented uh, prospect for the Raptors. Yeah, I definitely agree. He's looked really solid. I mean, everyone was talking about him coming out of the Olympics, but I mean, uh, he's even looked great in the NBA. So it's a really solid player there. Um, getting to centers now for fantasy. Nate, I'll get to you. Who's your center pickup for the week? So I guess my center is more of a deep league center, but he does have some, I guess, potential depending on um, how he plays. So I guess I have Hassan Whiteside, um, he's mainly a center that gets you a lot of uh, rebounds. So if you need rebounds, you can definitely take a look at him. He also gets some blocks too. Um, his shooting's been um, really good for a center as well. I think for free throws, he's been at 100% right now. So he can de definitely give you um, a boost um, as long as his shooting hand is still hot. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, getting to my center pickup for the week, I know he hasn't played a game yet this year, but it is Bobby Portis. Uh, when he does play for the Bucs, he's going to be at least the sixth or seventh option for this team. Uh, he's Some games he'll be getting starting level minutes. Um, I know he's gotten close to double doubles before. Um, he has gotten double doubles before. Um, he's another one of those guys that's not going to hurt your percentages as well. Maybe free throw a little bit, but his field goal, he's mostly near the net, so it should be really solid. I mean, just overall, um, he can defend as well, so you'll be getting your steals and your blocks from him. Um, he's just a, a good player. 
Um, he might not have that high-end upside, obviously, as he is a bench player, but definitely someone to monitor when he does come back. So definitely take a look at him. And then, Metti, I'll get to you for your center pickup for the week. So for center, I went with Kevin Love. Uh, he did lose his starting position, but he's still seeing around, around 20 minutes a game. He's a center who can shoot. Uh, He's had some solid games. He's averaging 7.7 rebounds right now off the bench. So that's great numbers. And right now he's playing against the Nuggets in 17 minutes. He's got 20 points. So, yeah, I know in the summer he got kicked off of Team USA. And then there was this quote by the coach or something saying how he's a bum. He's washed up. He can't shoot anymore. But, yeah, none of those are true. Kevin Love, still a great player. Pick him up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if he's putting up good stats, um, this is fantasy. That's what we look for. So definitely want to go check him out. And then, yeah, that's it for our basketball pickups for the week for fantasy. So let's just move into the preview for Tuesday's games. Uh, we'll take a look at some spreads and we'll sort of, I guess, project what we think is going to happen in each game. Uh, we'll start with the first game here. It's the Philadelphia 76ers at the New York Knicks. The Knicks are favored uh, with by minus one points only. Um, yeah, Amete, I'll get to you first. Knicks are favored by one. Um, who do you have here? Yeah, I feel like the Sixers should win that, even though they're on the road. And it's only minus one. So, yeah, I'm going with the Sixers. Yeah, you're just pretty much picking the winner at that point. I guess, Nate, getting to you, uh, who do you think is going to win this game? Um, I guess I'll go with the Knicks mainly because um, I'd still like to see what the 76ers do without Ben Simmons. Yeah, I was going to take the Knicks as well just because I feel like this is a good bounce back spot for them after losing that game that they definitely shouldn't have lost to Orlando. I definitely think that this is where they bounce back. They are at home as well. You definitely want to improve your record while you're at home. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Knicks as well. I'm getting to the next game is the Golden State Warriors at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, the Warriors are favored by nine points. Uh, Nate, I'll get to you first this time. I guess, uh, which side do you like here? I guess you can go with Golden State, even though um, Steph Curry has kind of an increased load on offense. All right, and Mete, getting to you, uh, do you like the minus nine with the Warriors or the plus nine with OKC? Yeah, I definitely like the minus nine as well with the Warriors. I feel like... If there's any game against the Thunder where they're not favored by 10 or more, the other team, uh, yeah, you should run with it. So uh, Warriors being one of the better teams and nine points, I think they can easily cover that. Yeah, I think they can cover it as well. I'm just concerned, you know, the Thunder are at home. Sometimes these games can be closer than they originally look like. Uh, maybe I'd slightly lean the Thunder, but I mean, I wouldn't fault anyone for taking the Warriors. They can definitely cover the spread. Um, just something about these games, you know, sometimes they do come down to the wire. I don't doubt that Golden State's going to win this game, um, but I guess there is a chance that they don't cover. So I'm going to lean with the Thunder here. Um, getting to the next game, it's the LA Lakers against the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Lakers are favored by four points. Matty, I'll get to you on this. Um, do you see the Lakers covering, or or do you think the Spurs can cover, or maybe even win? Uh, that's a good question. Lakers, they've been underwhelming, and Spurs are at home. So I don't know. I feel like Lakers should cover this, and 
win, so I'd probably go for them. All right, Nate, getting to you, which side are you on here? Um, I guess just to be different, I'll go with the Spurs. Yeah, I guess one thing that I would say is um, the spread's probably going to climb from four as we head uh, to the game uh, on Tuesday. And, yeah, I think that at this current spread, I definitely like the Lakers. If it starts climbing up maybe five, six, seven points, that's sort of where I lean Spurs. I'm kind of in the middle here, but I'm going to lean with the Lakers just because I think that they are playing better right now. Um, getting to the next game here, um, Houston Rockets at the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Mavericks are favored by 11 points here. Big spread. Um, Nate, uh, which side do you like here? Um, I guess I kind of like um, the Dallas Mavericks on paper, mainly because they're potentially a playoff level team. All right. And uh, Mete, 11 point spread. I know you don't like the big spreads, but which side are you taking here? Yeah, like you said, it's kind of a bigger spread, so it's kind of scaring me. I think I would probably go with the Rockets, I think. Yeah, I mean, just looking at uh, these two teams, I know Dallas has been playing well. Um, Houston, I mean, I think they can cover it. I might side with you, Mete, as well. Uh, But yeah, it's going to come maybe around like 9 or 10 points, I'm thinking. So I guess in that case, I would, I guess, lean with the Rockets. I, I think that um, I don't think it's going to be that big of a blowout, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Houston as well. And then getting to the last game on Tuesday, it's the Denver Nuggets at the Utah Jazz. The Jazz are favored by seven and a half. Um, Mete, which way are you leaning here? Seven and a half, I feel like it's a bit too much. The Nuggets are good. I know they're on the road, so I'd go with the Nuggets. All right, Nate, getting to you, I guess, which side are you on here? I think I'm with the Nuggets as well. Um, They're one of the teams that can actually keep up with the Jazz in terms of offense. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be on the other side of this. Um, I think this Utah team is great. I think that at home, uh, they can cover it. Um, I don't know if they'll win by double digits, but I think that they can win by enough. I mean, if you account at the end of the game, maybe there's some uh, you know, foul shots, that kind of thing. If they are leading by like maybe two or three, it could, could sort of creep up into that like seven or eight point range. So yeah, I am going to go with Utah here. Um, and yeah, that's um, all the games for Tuesday. Um, definitely a solid slate. It's definitely been a good first week of NBA basketball. We're sort of seeing where each team's at. Um, we're sort of seeing, I guess, how teams are looking, whether they have injuries or whatnot. So yeah, it's been a great start to the season and that's going to be the end of this big time basketball episode make sure you check us out on instagram and twitter at fan fan podcast we've been posting picks pretty much every day at this point whether it's basketball hockey or football um so definitely go check those out um check this podcast out on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, and google Podcasts. make sure you like subscribe share hit the bell for notifications on youtube leave us a review all that good stuff And yeah, guys, it's been a great start to the season. Definitely can't wait uh, for the rest of this week uh, in terms of basketball. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.